the Life and Money Coach Podcast, Show 12. Inspiring you to financial independence and to a life that you love. This is the Life and Money Coach Podcast with military officer and chaplain, seasoned real estate investor and entrepreneur, and certified performance coach for leaders at all levels. Jerry St. Pierre has inspired thousands to unleash their potential, and he is here to empower you to live a purpose-filled life. This is extraordinary. Every day, it's the Life and Money Coach Podcast. And now your host, Coach Jerry St. Pierre. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Life and Money Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Jerry St. Pierre. Today, I want to share with you four things that I learned about money while I had 18 months of unemployment with a wife and three kids. It was a great 18 months, and I'm going to share with you today some valuable lessons that I learned about money. So a little backdrop. I did 18 months of unemployment because I I did three months on an active duty tour at the military. They required me to have some time not in service on active duty for a season of time. And so when I finished those three years of active duty, I went, I had to not be active duty anymore, right? Which is full time for those of you don't know. I was full time for three years and then we were not full time. Okay. And so what I chose to do is for those 18 months, which I thought it would be a year, supposed to be a year of not being on active duty. My plan was I would separate from active duty, wait about six months or so, and then apply to come permanently onto active duty and not be in the reserve component anymore. And so that was the plan. And so as we started off into this six months to one year, I told my wife, I said, honey, I don't, I don't think we need to really, I don't think I want to get a job. I said, I mean, my wife had a lot of going back and forth from Massachusetts to Louisiana to take care of her father. Her father was dying with cancer. It was a long battle with cancer. So she was taking care of our children, homeschooling our children and driving from Massachusetts to Louisiana, spending several weeks or perhaps months in Louisiana. So for those three years that we were together, we, she was separated from me for quite a bit of time. And that's, that put a strain on our marriage. Not that we were in marriage trouble or anything, but it's just hard to, it's not healthy to be apart that much. And so I was supporting her from a distance. She was emotionally drained from a distance from me. It was a rough season. Throw in there a deployment and with me leaving to go do some things across the world. It was, we calculated almost 18 of those 36 months, we were geographically separated. And so I said, well, let's not rush to get a job. Let's just plan to not work and spend time together. And it was a great, it was a great uh, year that turned out to be 18 months because in my mind it was going to be 12 months. But by the time all the paperwork happened, I got assessed, it was 18 months. Okay. So this is, here's some things that I learned in, in this, these 18 months. And it kind of opened my eyes. If I were to go back to have a job after doing 18 months of unemployment, which essentially was retired, I did a little mini retirement, okay? If I were to go back, what would I do different going back into when I had a job to prepare for not having a job? Well, I would have been buying a whole lot more assets. I would have been buying a whole lot more real estate. I would have been buying a whole lot more in the TSP and retirement accounts. I would have been stockpiling because those assets have appreciated so much today. My net worth would probably double or triple. 
okay? And that's only been six or seven years, okay? Or five or six years from, from that point. So just, I would have acquired a lot more real estate. So now that I'm back full-time military, I buy up as many assets as I can. I'm always shopping for some kind of value to buy them. And I just did another video on that. If you want to, another podcast on that, if you want to go look around and see what my investment strategy is, we're investing 70% of our income uh, this year. And that's because I learned the value of buying assets as much as possible. Because what those assets did is those assets gave me cash flow to live on. So I didn't have to worry about working or having a job. Uh, they appreciated in value, so my income went up, my net worth increased while I was unemployed. It was the craziest thing. I remember I was calculating net worth one year, and this was the year immediately following my season of unemployment. So I was expecting my net worth to go down. But when I did all the calculations, my net worth increased by like 20 grand, and I was unemployed. Blew my mind, and that, that opened my mind up that Wealth is not made through work. Wealth is made through assets that appreciate. So it's owning things other than a job that makes you wealthy. And so I, I just, I took to the, to the fact that I need to be buying more assets. So that's, that's one of the things that I learned. Another thing that I learned is I need to be aggressive in asset accumulation while I have a job so that I can lay back when I don't have a job, I can back off because I don't have the cash flow from a job coming in to support my family, to liberate all the other monies that I've got for my investments and so forth that I could take 50, 60, 70% of my whole uh, annual income and be buying assets. The best time to buy assets is when I have a job or when I have uh, a business that's making me money. The best time to go shopping is when my family's needs are met and I have a significant surplus. And so we need to be aggressive now while we have the opportunity. And then the shift I think needs to happen when I permanently don't work again, retire, to where I go into spending mode or I can take a, a, a percentage of what I have coming in from my investments and I can reinvest those, but I won't be accumulating nearly as many assets as I am now. So the mindset now is invest, invest, invest. And then on the other side, it's okay, how can we spend, spend, and spend smartly, of course. And so as we were in those 18 months of unemployment, we, we traveled to Israel, Egypt, uh, Brussels, Germany, we were living in Georgia, but we went up to New York. I took my wife to see the Phantom of the Opera up there. We went to Pennsylvania, took the kids to see the Liberty Bell and all the historical sites there. Went down to Louisiana. We went to Ohio. We went to, I don't remember where all we went. We traveled like crazy. It was great. Our kids were homeschooled, so we just up and went. We took homeschooling on the road, which is the best way to learn, in my opinion. But we, we played a lot. And so that's the other thing. That's another thing that I learned in those 18 months is there's a, when I, if I put in the work while I'm employed and I invest while I'm employed, I'm buying my freedom to be able to do whatever I want when I'm unemployed. I call it being successfully unemployed. I was successfully unemployed for 18 months and it was, it was a great season in our life. We, we took to dancing and, and camps and all kinds of stuff in those 18 months. It was wonderful. And so 
when I when we get to that side, what we're doing now is we're preparing to have that mental shift where we can go out and play and have a good time. Here's another thing that I learned. When I'm and this might be more than four, because I have four written, but as I'm going, there's more things that I'm saying. When I'm unemployed and I don't have a job, I'm free to find more deals to create wealth. When I'm not busy working, I'm free to actually look around at opportunities to significantly build my wealth. So during the season of unemployment, uh, we sold some properties, we bought some properties, we um, moved assets around, I learned how to run a business, like legally run a business, meaning not like I was running illegal businesses, but like to set up legal structures for a business, to make sure to learn about the taxes that go into it and tax compliance and 1099s and W-2s and all of that stuff. I read books, I talked to CPAs and accountants, I had lawyers, and so I got smart on how to run and operate a business, and so now that I'm back on active duty, I still have our business that provides me tax advantages, tax write-offs, so forth. So I got smart on how to build wealth and, and structure things and find deals that are make me wealthier because I wasn't distracted doing my job every day. You see that? So I have the freedom now to look around and get educated and discover what, what I've been kind of missing. So another thing that I enjoyed, I enjoyed the free time to get to know what I really wanted in life. So again, with working, it's a distraction in many ways. I mean, 40, 50, 60 hours, depending on your job, your work week, that's all focus on somebody else's agenda, not so much our agenda, your personal agenda. But when you got 40, 50, 60 hours a week to yourself, to, like I did to myself, now I was able to really reflect and get to know me. And so when I made the decision to come back onto full-time active duty with the military, it was really out of a sense of deep calling, right? Because I, I think it's important to wake up and do what you love every day. And so I wake up and I love what I do, even though there's days that are more, you know, troublesome or worrisome or, you know, stressful and takes a lot out of me. It still fills my cup at the end of the day. I still enjoy it, right? And so that season of 18 months of unemployment helped me really refine, okay, I would, I miss this. I was reading the news on what was going on with my career field in the military. I was listening to podcasts. I was as up to date as anybody else but I was just not in uniform, not doing the work, right? Not getting paid for it either. But it was a good trade-off. I really enjoyed it. But he highlighted like, okay, I really do want to be doing this. It's the right answer. Let me, let me follow through with applying and going through the process and getting on active duty. So that's another thing I learned. Uh, let's see here. I learned that I may want to pay off my rentals, but that wasn't a good idea. So even right now, I'm, t- I'm tempted to go pay off all of my rental property because I like the way it feels. It feels good. But the challenge is when I was on active duty for this three years before I did my 18 months unemployment, we had a few properties and I just worked to pay them off. And the problem with that was I was taking those dollars and I was killing them. The, the money wasn't working anymore. 
The money was parked in a house doing nothing for me. Well, it wasn't doing totally nothing. I was still getting a nice income on the property. But looking back, I should have not paid off those properties. I should have been in acquisition mode buying more real estate. Because now my portfolio would be much more sizable. I'd have a significant more income today. There would have been appreciation today. I would have been better off not paying those mortgage mortgages. I've got a friend of mine that I've known for years. She is a... She's actively working to pay off her mortgage. And I don't know that they're doing any other investing. I don't think they are. And I want to scream and say, no, don't do that. You know, you got to, that's not a good idea. You need to be acquiring assets and then later on look to pay off that mortgage or put a certain percentage of your income towards that mortgage, but no more. Uh, I don't know, 20%, 30% or set a plan to pay off your house in like 10 years or nine years, but not all of your money going into just your house. I remember I was talking with a wealthy man back in my hometown in Louisiana once, and I told him, I said, yeah, we're, we're paying off our house, our, my rental property. He goes, why would you put all your money into a house? Now, this is a business owner. He owned like 14, 15 businesses. He's, he's that guy, right? And, it, and I'm like, why would I not? That was my mindset back then. But now that mindset is starting to shift and I'm fighting against my urge to say, let me just hurry up and pay them all off to the detriment of buying and acquiring assets. So I learned the lesson then and it's, help, it's helping me now not fall into the trap of just taking all of my cash flow to pay off rental properties, which, which would be great. It would be a six-figure income a year once those properties are a high six-figure once they're all paid for. But it's just not the smart and prudent thing to do. The smart and prudent thing to do is to keep acquiring assets. And then maybe in a few years, I can start chipping off at those uh, rental properties so that when I'm at a certain age, I can have them all paid for. So that's something that I learned. It's been a very significant value add. So there you have it. Those are some things that I learned about money while I was successfully unemployed, while I did a mini retirement for 18 months. Valuable lessons now that I'm back in the workforce, back doing a, a you know my full-time gig. It, what I'm doing now is I'm strategically giving my time to the military, what they ask for me. And I, I love what I do, so I pour in. But I'm making sure that I plan and I automate as much as possible to not do some of the money mistakes that I made several years back that I realized were money mistakes when I was in retirement. A little mini my little mini retirement. So I hope that helps you a little bit. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching this on YouTube. Subscribe to our podcast here. Help promote what we're doing. I think we got a lot of value to add and people need to hear our story and what we're doing. And so if you'll leave a message in the reviews, I hear that's really good for the, for the podcast to help boost our ratings. So if you wouldn't mind, take a moment and do that. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, this is Extraordinary Every Day. It's the Life and Money Coach Podcast. Loved this episode of the Life and Money Coach Podcast? Head over to iTunes or Google Play to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Visit lifeandmoneycoachpodcast.com to join the community. Thank you. The Life and Money Coach podcast and related websites are the personal views of Jerry St. Pierre. 
The content in this show are not those of the United States Air Force, Department of Defense, or U.S. government. Content expressed are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon any information or content found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.